Powered by Riverside FM. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. We are back with another one. No games, just business podcast. I'm Darius. I'm here with my cousin Jimmy. What's up, Jimmy? How you feeling? How you living, cuz? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Midnight. But we over there fighting, you know what I'm saying? Putting in the work, having a little fun while we do it. How you feeling, cuz? We work in the late shift. OT. OT. I like beautiful, it. beautiful. What's up? What's up with you? you? Good. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Blessed, blessed to be here. Blessed to see another day. Mm-hmm. And we got another week of exciting football, man. Exciting, man. It's been exciting. Crazy. It's been crazy. Ooh. This has been a crazy year so far. Yes, yes. And this this upcoming weekend is about to be real special across oh. the board. Starting on the Saturday, a lot of top twenty five matchups. Let me go into the to the week six of the NFL. It's gonna be juicy, man. Oh, oh yeah, juicy. Oh yeah, my Falcons got robbed, but you know, it's all good, man. We got to bring out the Yankee tonight. We can't rock the Falcon hat today because they didn't get the dub, even though they got robbed. It's all right though. It's all right though. It, it comes. It comes with right. It comes with the territory. With the territory, there you go. There you go. <laughs> but what let's, we got today? What we got? What we got on yeah, the agenda? Yeah, let's let's run it down. We're gonna start with a. With a fight that shouldn't be happening on the court. Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, we'll chop it up about that. Should Draymond be out of there? Is, is, is his days numbered as Ooh. a Golden State Warrior? That's that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and from there, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about week five and, and takeaways we have for week five. Um, what, a, what a special weekend it was, but it's not going to compare to week six, man. I'm calling it now. Week six will be special. But we'll chop it up about week five, and then from there we'll talk about them Cowboys, you know, America's team or whatever. We'll talk about <laughs> Dak against Cooper. See, see, who, see you know, you know, what I'm saying we're gonna go Dak against Cooper. See, see what that is about, you know. From there we go to some goats. I like to call them goats, man. They they're gonna be goats when it's all said and done. Aaron Donald, Michael Parsons. Who you taking right now, and who you taking in the future? Who will have the better career, and who is who is poised? to be the number one defender in the league today, this year. We'll chop it up about that. Uh-oh. And from there, we'll go into the fan love. We appreciate y'all again for the support so much. We'll, we'll talk about the Denver Broncos and their coach. Um, is he on the hot seat? Is he next? You see we got Matt Rule out of there in, in, in Charlotte. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see if Nathaniel's next. And from there, we'll, we'll talk, talk about, like I said, week six, a beautiful week, a juicy week. We'll talk about that, our pro predictions, breaking it down. We got a, a juicy game, the Chiefs-Bills, part two. We're going to see what it is. We're going to see what it is, man. I'm excited, man. You ready? Shoot. You, you, I think you said the Ravens game last week was going to be the game of the year. Yeah, but this, this one. Game of the year. You're right, man. You're right. You're definitely right. Let's oh, run yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Let's do it, man. So mm-hmm. uh, first, first thing we get into is um, this Draymond Green situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a little situation, little little altercation with um, Jordan Poole, yep. one of the young guns on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we are talking about, is Draymond Green's time up in Golden State? Is it time to trade away Draymond? Who knows? Next time yeah. on uh, Dragon Ball Z, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> let's get it, man. Yo, um, yo. Some may say yes. Uh some may say get him out of here. His time is up. You know when you have a when you have a strong uh, personality 
like Draymond in your organization, sometimes mm-hmm. when the production isn't isn't matching the the headache, you want to get him out. But I honestly think Draymond is a good fit for this team. Yes. I personally do. So I don't think he I don't think they should trade him away. He's the guy that he's he's the bad guy on that team. He's the guy that you're going to you you're gonna hope that he goes out when you play LeBron, when you play KD, when you play Giannis, the Joker. You want him to Luca, you want him to get in their head, right? You want mm-hmm. him to talk crap and you have the ref be like, hey Draymond, one more time, we're gonna get you out of here. Hey Draymond. You can't be doing that. We're going to get you out of here. And he's still chirping at the other guy, the other team's best player, right? Getting in their head, right? Making Mm -hmm. sure they get the technical, making sure they miss shots, right? So he isn't the guy that's going to go out there and score you. Now we can say 10, 15 points, right? Right. But he does all the little things, right? He hustles. He's going to – he still averages seven assists per game. He's nice. Very he's nice. still averaging at least a block a game, a steal a game. Mm-hmm. So he's doing the little things on the other um, on, throughout the game to to still help this Golden State team win. For sure, because this is still a championship roster. Believe it or not, this is still a champ. They just won a championship, and actually last year he was an All Star. He was shooting. He shot over fifty percent on mm-hmm. the court, which he raised that from the previous year. So he's shooting a higher, uh, higher shooting percentage. He he's a he's an all around defensive guy that mm-hmm. that you kind of need, right? I don't need him to score all the points. That's why I pay Jordan Poole because Jordan Poole is now that guy mm-hmm. that we developed as a young player to step into that number two role. We hope that Clay Thompson can come back and give us some sort of the old clay as far as the offensive end. We know that clay used to be a three and D guy. He could shoot the lights out, but he can also defend your best player. So we're not, we're not looking for him to do that all game. Right. But I do need, I do need that 15, uh, 18 from you, clay. I need you to shoot the lights out. I need you to drop a, 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 a 20 point quarter uh, game here, here and there. Right throughout the season, this team still got some young talent on their team. They still got Kaminga, they still got James Wiseman, they mm-hmm. still have Moses Moody, they yes. still have Baldwin Jr. That they still have these young guys to develop. Don't forget, they still have Kevin Looney, who's been a veteran, a solid big man for them throughout the their championship year so far. You right. still got a top five player in the league in Steph Curry. That's, that's your focal point of your offense. You mm-hmm. still have Andrew Wiggins, who has developed, who has enhanced his game being with this Golden State roster. That's so this team is still a championship team. I think Draymond compliments them very well because he does the little things that sometimes go missed throughout the game. Everyone loves the guy that can put up 30 points a game. Everyone Look. loves the guy that that's flashy, that's throwing all of the 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 step back three or you know right. a, lob, a lob city right we love the lob city or we love when Lamella Ball can do a, a spin move and shoot the ball right mm. and, and make it mm. but you need those guys like Draymond like Bill Lambeer like yes. Dennis Rodman you need those right. bullies on the team to help 
elevate this team to another level. And that's why they won another championship, because he he's still there. He's still there. And yes, he is a, a strong minded individual. Right. Very, very strong. Exactly. So he did apologize. He did apologize to Jordan Poole. I think he knows he was wrong. Um, I don't really know the context of that situation. Just looking at the video, Jordan Poole might have said something out of character. Who knows, right? I don't I don't really know. I didn't go that deep into it. Mm-hmm. But just from the, the video, I mean, both parties are possibly in, in the wrong. And Steve Kerr knows that. Steve Kerr knows that. If anybody knows it, it's Steve Kerr. Yeah. You're talking about one of the GOATs punching him in the face. And yeah. them still overcoming and, and actually having the best record at that time in the league, that same year. So if any team, if any situation, um, any franchise that can handle this type of situation is going to be the Golden State Warriors. It's going to be the San Antonio Spurs, the Miami Heat, the New England Patriots, teams of that nature. Now, I believe, you, you know, you're naming all these great players on the Warriors. They, from top to bottom, young and old, uh, proven or not, they, they look beautiful. Inside and out, that franchise is, is looking polished. Oh, and, yeah. And the timing of the situation, yes, if any franchise could do it, yes, the Warriors is one of them. But the timing of the situation is, is, is completely off. Out of all those guys you named, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and Draymond poke out the most because of the contracts, contract talks. Their contracts are coming up at the end of this year. Mm. Jordan Poole will get paid. Andrew Wiggins will get paid. Draymond can get paid by the right you know, the right team. I don't believe the Warriors are prioritizing Draymond like they should. You highlighted all the things that Draymond does that doesn't show up in the stat sheet. Something I love. I love the eye, the eye test. And Draymond passes it night in and night out, year in and year out. He's a leader in another way. Draymond is one of my favorite players, man. The intensity, the passion, the leadership abilities on and off the court. Yeah, he's wrong. His actions are wrong. And yes, he knows he's wrong. But I question if it was on purpose or not. Draymond isn't uh, a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Draymond, I mean, he ain't going to punch Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not. But to punch, to to go at your your young gun, like you said, Jordan Poole, the timing is just terrible. Mm. He, I I don't know, I I would value Andrew Wiggins more going forward if I'm the Warriors, as opposed to Jordan Poole. But, Regardless of age, I mean, because it's a, it's a hit or a miss with Jordan Poole, for sure, for sure. And in this era, it's easy to find a uh, um, leadership. I mean, a bucket as opposed to leadership. It's mm-hmm. easier to find a bucket as opposed to two way ability, versatility, which is what Andrew Wiggins and Draymond bring to the table. For so sure. as great as Jordan Poole will be, I don't. I think his ceiling is with the Warriors. So to see him elsewhere, I believe you know Jordan Poole will, will be able to not necessarily suck it up, but but uh, find a way to make it work for a team that's in a great situation. And and Draymond is going to be Draymond wherever he goes. Um, I've heard rumors about him going to L.A. We would love you. We need leadership over there. You know what I'm saying? But, I couldn't see. I couldn't. I can't. I can't see Draymond in a lot of other places, to be honest with you. Really? Really. But now, you spoke on the the, the um, anchor type of mentality, the, the, the Dennis Rodman, the Bill M. But this guy is skilled with it. That skill is going to travel. The playmaking ability, the vision. You know what? There's a couple teams I could see him on. Okay, who, like who? Maybe like Milwaukee. Okay, okay. They need that. They they could use a a, a voice 
a strong voice like him. Um, Memphis? I could see him. No, they're too young. They're too young. They're too young. Ooh. So a lot. Of, I, I think a lot of young guys won't, wouldn't be able to take that. Like a, a team, a team full of young guys like that wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to take that. The Jordan Poole um, treatment. No, I'm saying like a Ja and um, uh, what, what's his name? The power forward for the for the for Jaron the, Jackson. Jaron Jackson. Doesn't I think those guys they, they're talented, but right. they, they have a solid roster. But I'm I'm thinking of teams like the Bulls, like putting him and Demar Derozan together, two okay. competitors like that. And he, I think Draymond can help enhance Lonzo Ball as well, as far as a leader and also just just learning from him. So I think like uh, you know what, even Philly. I can see him in Philly with that team. I can see him playing with with James Harden. PJ Tucker, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And PJ Tucker? They out there beating people up. I would would love that in 2K. But, I mean, in in a locker room, the passion is just, the passion could be, you know, conflicting at times. You're talking about Patrick Beverly in a Westbrook type of situation. We we question if that's going to work. Draymond with PJ? PJ is more even killed, but you know what I'm saying they, they bring some of the things. I like I like the thought. I like the thought. It has to be spacing on that team. Wherever Draymond does go, if he does go somewhere, it has to be spacing there. And they need I'm shooters. Sure. Mm-hmm. He he Definitely. he complements shooters. Mm-hmm. For sure. For so sure. that's why that's why I think him and him and LeBron will butt heads easily. I think so. You talking about as far as uh, like mentality or style yeah, of play? He, he, mentality. Mentality, okay. like LeBron is very strong-minded. Like, believe it or not, like he 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 is very. I think is a guy that's like he 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 is a true leader. So like he's gonna teach. You know, he has to be the voice. You know what I'm saying? Like he he doesn't. I I would personally think that he he is the voice of reason. Like at the end of the day, we're gonna listen to LeBron, and having that that added voice with Draymond, I think would overpower it. So I think they were butt heads, but I think Giannis is more like a, a a laid back leader. While you bring in a Draymond Green, it would it would elevate the team because he's able to elevate the the, the rest of the players around Giannis. Like he doesn't need to elevate Giannis because Giannis already has that tenacity to play. Like I couldn't see Draymond on the Clippers because I can't see him playing with. I can't I can't envision. Kawhi, Kawhi having to listen to Draymond all day. Just how laid back Kawhi is. That's perfect. No, no. Kawhi gonna be like Kawhi. Kawhi is in his lane. He is the true. Like when we talked about KD being potentially not being a leader, because we you both talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said KD isn't the true leader. Like I can't see KD. Kyrie and Draymond being on the same team. KD, I can't see it. Kyrie and Draymond. I can't see it. I think that's exactly what they need. Like, no. It, as much as they are alphas, like and independent, they you have to have someone with some structure and some 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 pizzazz about them that's not based off skill. KD and Kyrie, they they hold that chip on their shoulder. They're able to flex certain things because of their skill set. Draymond's there for the opposite. He has skill, yes. We highlight his playmaking abilities, vision. But Draymond's there for his heart and his leadership, defensive intangibles, things of that nature. Something that, you know, your role player can can 
you know, it is valuable to anybody on the court, something that anybody can do, an effort type of guy. That guy is who I want as my leader in the locker room, not the most skilled guy. Like, even with Kawhi, Paul George, like, we talking about a floor general. Draymond is, is, is somewhat of a floor general. So when you when you said the Clippers, I'm like, oh, shoot, that might actually work. And they love small ball, you know, spacing. But I don't know, man. We it's, This is weird. This, this situation with Draymond is weird, man. It is very weird. Um, I can't like I said, I can't see Draymond playing in too many other places, but I mm-hmm. think he honestly compliments the, the Golden State Warriors. Personally, if I'm mm-hmm. them, uh, we're gonna figure it out. Yes. Again, I it's agree. a championship roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, at the end of the year we'll 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 see we'll see where it goes from there. But I All think right. they should keep him. I agree. I definitely agree. Um Jordan and Draymond, I mean, is it, it I can't imagine as a t- if I, if on either end being a teammate who I you know I got into with, with a couple of people on the football field, but that's a different sport, you know what I'm saying? It's physical, you know what I'm saying? Like the basketball's physical as well, but there's levels to it. And another mm-hmm. thing, a lot of people are like getting getting on the NBA players for for doing certain things, uh, or even even in NFL players, but in other sports, it's 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 within their culture. It's been going on for years. We're talking about MLB, talking about NHL, um, and I believe we we can't over um, overstate or or over exaggerate this situation because things like that, things like this have happened before. Yes, it's 2022. We have cameras everywhere. We're gonna catch everything, um, but we shouldn't make a big deal because we're able to catch it on on video. I believe the video allows for people to change their judgment. And um, I believe a punch is a punch. Jordan's punch matters. Draymond's punch matters just as much in my estimation. And we'll, we'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. We'll leave oh, it yeah. at that. So we both agree that uh, Draymond should stay. At least. Should stay. Should stay. For sure. For sure. Go ahead and get into week five. These takeaways, man. I, I love your takeaways. I ain't gonna lie, man. So I wanna, I want you to start it off. You know, give your punch. You want me to start give this one? Ja- start it off, man. You <laughs> handed the baton to Cuz. What's up? What's up? All right, man. Uh, so we gonna go week five takeaway. Mm-hmm. You know, my week five takeaway is exciting football, man. Shootouts, NFL shootouts. We gonna start off with the Saints versus Seattle. Taysom mm-hmm. Hill, ultimate army knife, Swiss army knife. Yeah. Man, oh, man, we talk about these guys like Cordell Patterson, uh, Taysom Hill, uh, guys that are do-it-all players that can – that is basically pos- positionless, yeah. right? Absolutely. I can put him in the backfield. I can line him up at tight end. I can put him in the receiver. He could play kick return, punt return. Shit, I could put him at corner and oh, yeah. he'll potentially do well, oh, right? Yeah. So – my man Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill goes over 100 yards rushing. He throws a passing touchdown. Uh, uh, Alvin Kamara finally, finally has his big game after, you know, being hurt all year. So hopefully they can get the ball rolling. Geno Smith is out here dying it up. I don't know. Dimes. Right? Right? Geno Smith is out here dying teams up. But he got some good weapons out there. Man. Oh, yeah. A uh, big time player in uh, DK Metcalf. You got Tyler Lockett, who who, who ain't no uh, who who ain't no uh, pillow, right? He ain't, ain't, oh, ain't, oh, ain't yeah. a softy, man. So you got a, You got a good play out there. Uh, then I'm gonna bring it to the next game: Tennessee versus Washington. Right. They went back and forth until Tennessee closed it out with an interception. 
man, when Carson Wentz plays well, this man, he just looks like a, I, I can say it, MV, MVP caliber quarterback when he plays well. But when he doesn't, it looks horrible. Like he looks horrible. <laughs> Gotta go. I mean, he, he has his ups and downs. Like Ron Rivera said, it's all about the quarterback. So his, his coach is calling him out. Calling so, him out. Um, they, 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 they don't pull that out. Tennessee wins that game. Derrick Henry looks like he's getting the ball rolling here. Back-to-back 100-yard games. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, he's one of the top dogs in this league. Um, they're also using him in a passing game, which is fantastic. Yes. So, so they, 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 they know that this team relies on Derrick Henry to lead them to the promised land. But if I had Derrick Henry, I'd do the same thing. Then I'm going to bring it to my Atlanta Falcons and Bucks. Yes, horrible call. I don't know what's going on in the NFL right now. NFL is trying to cover their ass because they messed up for the Tua situation. So now they're in this protect the quarterback. Um, we're in this protect the quarterback era now to where every little thing is a potential roughing the passer. We've seen it in the Falcons game. That was a horrible call. We've seen it in the Chiefs game. That was a horrible call. I don't know what's going on. You, I understand we want to protect players, right? We right. both played football at one point in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in the NFL, but we've played football, no matter mm-hmm. which level you play at. Right. Injuries happen. Concussions, unfortunately, come with the game. We always want to protect the players, but it's but so much – you can do to to protect these guys because just think about it right mm-hmm. those were two solid two solid tackles grady wrapped them up spun them around threw them on the ground he's a 300 pound d lineman or at least 290 what you want him to do wrap them up then drop them down that may cause injuries to the defensive player you when he's going that fast with that momentum he can't stop himself, wrap the quarterback up, and drop him gently. Like it, it just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So I don't really know where this where this is going. So again, they need to get this they need to get this fixed because that's horrible. So yes, the Falcon. I'm not saying we would have won that game, but we had the potential to possibly win that game. And on that third down, mm-hmm. that's not a call you should be making. I would have thought that as being like. Hey, it's the last five minutes of a basketball game. Let the players play. So if it's a little, if it's a little bit of uh, you know contact on a, on maybe on like a drive, you, you let it go, right? Right. But at the end of the day, that was a bad call. But um, so the Falcons was rolling back. They went back to back touchdowns, fifteen to twenty one. They lose that game, but it was a good game, right? Mm-hmm. Then we got the Chargers Browns. Big day for Eckler. He he comes out and. And hits the, the gets the ball rolling. I think 175 rushing yards, or maybe 175 total offensive yards. Right. But two touchdowns. Man, um, Mike Williams still killing it. Uh, he's he's going. He's on. He's trending in the right direction of going back to back career years. Finally, Mike Williams is getting the ball rolling on his career. Um, Chubb, Chubb, man. This man is looking like the best running back in the league. I'm talking his running style is so fluid. Yes. Like he looks like a pure running back. Like that's the standard 
mm-hmm. running back that you want to see. Like Derrick Henry is a bruiser, but right. like Nick Chubb, smooth. Mm-hmm. He's a smooth runner. But yeah, that was a great game. Uh, and they end up losing because they missed a field goal. So then we got the Giants. Giants come back and win big versus London. the Packers in London. In London. Mm-hmm. Comeback player of the year is doing his thing, man. Definitely. Everything with this Giants team, uh, they play physical, but it's, this offense is Saquon or nothing. They have yeah. no weapons at receiver. It's horrible. Actually, Daniel Jones isn't playing bad. That offensive line is just terrible. Right, right, right. So, uh, I don't know what this Giants team is. They're like a bad, good football team. <laughs> but, hey, I, I like I New York winning. And it, it seems like uh, I, I'll save this for later. But, yeah, New York Giants, they, they get a big win. Good job. Good job. Uh, then we got the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, my offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson, is out there doing his thing. This man either goes for 50 yards or 150 to 175. It's mm-hmm. like a it, it's like a if 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 and so right. he's either going for nothing or he's going for everything. He's taking everything when he when he goes big. He goes Sorry. big to go home. So Sorry. I said it at the beginning of the year. If anyone can do the triple crown, it's this guy. He is that guy. Um, so he continues to play well. Uh, the Vikings, when it's never, when it's not prime time, uh, uh, Kirk Cousins play well. They still got Dalvin Cook, but they forced a turnover at the end of that game to yeah, close it. That out. was crazy. That was big time. Yeah, clutch. that was big time. Mm. Clutch, and they're four and one right now. Low scoring game, but the Texans Jaguars game was a very good defensive game. Reason why I'm bringing it up is because I had Jacksonville as one of those sleeper teams last mm-hmm. week on our last episode. I did bring them up as being a sleeper team. Uh, again, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. I'm going to say this all the time. You got to win the games you were supposed to win. Jaguars, you're on a roll. You're not supposed to lose to the Texans. What are we doing here? Um, so, good defensive game. Trevor Lawrence, you got to play better. Definitely. Got to play consistency. better. He has to be more consistent. He has all the, you know, all the tools. He has the coach with him, Dougie P. For sure. For sure. Dougie P, get it going. Uh, mm-hmm. Eagles versus Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Woo. Jalen Hurts breaks Cam Newton record for the first 25 games of a quarterback rushing for 19 touchdowns. Cam Newton had that record at 18. Jalen Hurts went ahead and broke that record. I know they're stupid. It's stupid stats. But I don't know where ESPN or Sports Center or whatever, wh- whoever the stat person is for this for this organization, he should be making a shit ton of money. <laughs> um, but no, nah, the, the Cardinals drive back, they they start coming back, and then they miss the field goal uh, again. I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with this Cardinals team. I I don't know how to 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 grade them. Are they a good team? Are they a bad team? They look good at times. They look horrible at other times mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on with this team uh, but the, yeah, yeah yeah could definitely be the coaching because they got the talent to do uh what they're supposed to do but we'll see with d-hop 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 is supposed to be coming back mm-hmm. this week so mm-hmm. hey that's your boy, your oh, boy yeah. D-hop, man. oh yeah he, coming he, back. Gonna, he gonna show something too he gonna <laughs> prove something too top 10 top hey, 10 you had him at number one 
Oh yeah, he gonna be top five. Okay, okay. Coming in at the perfect time. We'll see his and then, effect. And then we got the Ravens. Ravens pull out a tough one. Mark Andrews before Monday night. Before Monday night, Mark Andrews was was kind of saying, "Hey Travis, I'm here." But then Travis comes out and just has fucking four touchdowns. I'm like, oh, whoa, who is this guy? Then, then, then I saw a tweet. Who is the better tight end in their prime? Gronk or Travis Kelsey? Stop. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I'm going with Gronk. Thank you. Thank Gronk is Gronk is six 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 seven, and we know what Gronk does in very little games. I, I have. I have nothing else to say about that. But Lamar still goes on his MVP uh, race running. He he leads his team to a win. Good job. Then we got the Chiefs Raiders. Oh, my goodness. That was a great game. It really was. Travis Kelsey, four touchdowns. This man was wide open four times. He had seven catches, and four of them went for a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, you're prove it. Yeah, prove it. Your guy that was gonna, your no, your breakout player. That was your breakout there you go. player. There you go. He is showing he is a top five running back. Hey, hey, bro, we take you in Atlanta all day. <laughs> hey, come on, bro. We we welcome you. Open arms in Atlanta. Yeah, man. But he's playing well. Devonte Adams still shows that he's the number one uh, receiver in this league. Mm. Raiders, you gotta you gotta win this game. You gotta win this game, man. But yeah, man. That that's that's my week four takeaway, man. These these shootouts, NFL shootouts, man, is good for great football. It definitely is, man. It definitely is. We chopped it a, a little bit about um them coaches, man. Those those the coaches are proving something or on the hot seat. It seems like around this time of the year, um, a lot of teams with high expectation expectations. We got Josh McDaniels who potentially could be on the hot seat. You talking about that Monday night game? This team is not looking too good in that division. Um, but I want to I want to start it off for. Uh, for the Giants, that New York team, uh, Brian Dable, yo, he is opening my eyes. I, I told you, I love the intensity. I love the passion. I love you slamming something down, showing the team what's up, no matter what is on the other side. We're talking about that bad man over there again. And we're in London. It's primetime television. The only team, the early morning game, only the real, real fans are watching. But they did their thing, man. They really did yes, their thing. Sir. They're letting Saquon cook, and I love to see it. Saquon, mm-hmm. you spoke on Nick Chubb's fluid motion as a running back, fluid uh, uh, skills and, and vision, things that, that you would want out of your running back. Derrick Henry, that's only something you could wish for, someone who was given that God gift when it comes to size and you know things of that nature, size and speed. Saquon is a jukebox. It's another God-given ability. There's only a few that could juke like Saquon do. Barry Sanders type shit. And this shit is crazy with the Giants. I don't like seeing the Giants cook up too much, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but yeah, because I got see a little, the hoodie. Yeah, but, but we're not going to sleep on that too much. You know, still got a, a couple to spare. Now, as far as Daniel Dimes, you spoke on This guy here has the potential to do so much. I love his legs, for one. Being able to do a lot with a little bit. I, I'm going to give you cookies for that day in and day out. You're talking yeah. about a defense that's subpar, but you're up there with the Eagles and the Cowboys, rosters that are way better than yours. Keep it up. This division is still, based off of um, scheduling, a very favorable um, schedule. We got the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants. They all have favorable schedules, but the Giants are starting off very well. 
um, before um, you know these these tougher games come come along. I believe they have Green Bay down the line. I mean, they, I believe they have the Colts down the line. Now, and that might be the toughest game. So the Giants, they are poised for success. They are doing their thing, and this this division might have three got three teams coming out of it, and they may not be the NFC least anymore. You know, they're doing their thing. Um, that's gonna be my first takeaway, and from there, <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta go to 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 the to the to the situation with Tom Brady. Um, and and honestly. I'm not going to highlight the Chiefs and the Raiders situation before I speak on what I'm about to speak on. But goats get calls. Goats get calls. And when I say that, I'm, I'm not saying it was a correct call. I'm saying blasphemy happens. I'm saying we've seen it with Jordan. We've seen a push off. We've seen it. We've seen people step out of bounds and, you know, refs cost games. You talking about Saints, Rams four years ago, playoff game. Everybody remembers it. The hit, the pass interference that was never called. That would have decided the game. That was a, another horrible call. Horrible. Oh, my gosh. But I'm going to highlight it again by saying goats get calls because Tom Brady has been the, the focal point because he gets so many calls, it seems. And, you know, the Patriot way seems to be cheating in most people's eyes, but that's neither here nor there. Brady has that attached to him. Now, goats get calls is separate than from the refs costing games. That's To me, that's something different. Refs have cost you know, teams and players, contracts, co coaches, jobs, it, the refs determine a lot and human error is real. You know, we, we all mess up here and I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to, um, um, you know, give the benefit, give the benefit of the doubt to the refs, but we have to understand that things are getting better. We have technology. We can play. We're always going to complain. Are we going to, do we want to use the technology to, 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 to really dissect what really happened on this play and take time up in the game, or are we gonna lean on the refs and let them make the judgment call based off their training? We're doing a little bit of both here, and I believe this is something that they can nip in the bud quickly when it comes to um, uh, just blatant calls. Um, I believe having more so more, more say when it comes to a head ref, a head ref who who, who more so uh, sees all or de determines most determines most most calls. Um, maybe more challenge flags, being able to, to um, counter a flag, um, being able to just go back into, into tape maybe two to three times a game, depending on where we are in the season. Overtime rules are different in the playoffs for a reason. And I believe we can implement those different things in the playoffs. But for the regular season, I believe it is what it is. And um, nothing much is going to change when it comes to that. My last takeaway, man, I, I, again, the Patriots, man. You're talking about shutting out the number one Offense, you know, I'm not a big stats guy, and Lions being number one offense is solely based off <laughs> statistics. But we beat, we shut out the number one ranked offense in the league. Jared Goff, I went against him in fantasy. He get, he put a five points. <laughs> Thank you, because I needed that. <laughs> now, now, as far as that defense, the Patriots defense, we don't have big names. Again, Jack Jones doing his thing. Another pick, young buck, rookie, mommy of Malcolm Butler. A known name, but coming there, doing what it revolving door in there. Six first, fourth down stops. Mm. That's what we did against this team. You're talking about Zappy again. My boy Zappy buzzing it up. 17 of 21. We're talking about efficiency. That's the Patriot way. It is the against the, door. It, it is against the, the not the, only are they the number one offense in the league, but they are probably 32 in defense. But okay, we give it to you, Zappy. That's, this, hey, you got to play who's in front of you. 
and these are back to back games. You're talking about the bad man on the other side. Now expectations are high. Low expectations, high expectations. You you produced. I like it. You didn't come out with the one the first time, but you did what you needed to do. Yeah. Um, and yo, Belichick is flexing. Belichick is, you know, it, it, we're last in our division right now, but I'm going to speak on that a little bit later. The Patriot way is well and alive. You probably still will be last in that division, but. We're going to speak on that. We'll leave that for another day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you but um, yeah, What's you up? definitely hit, you hit, you hit it, you hit it uh, right on, right on ahead. Um, they need, I'm sure that they will implement uh, a system where you will be able to challenge a penalty, a basically, mm-hmm. basically a, a flag, basically, right. because those two back to back, two days straight. No, the NFL got to take a look at that. We got to review the rule. We got to. There has to be a change to that, to that call, especially because that's crazy. That that those are just two blatant calls. That just like, come on, man. You don't need no you training for none of that. You can't call that. Mm-hmm. No way. So if I would, if I was Arthur Smith, I would have got kicked out of the game. I would have probably got suspended for a week after that. Right, right. And, and again, like I'm not saying we would have won. I'm just saying that just that they that's, took the opportunity from that opportunity exactly right exactly. there on a bogus call for sure. So my second takeaway uh, is going to be basically what you is basically going to piggyback off what you said. This New York New York sports is back. It, it looks like it's back at the moment. Uh, the Giants beat the Packers for a big win. They play Baltimore next week, so let's see what they can do there. Uh, Saquon, second in rushing yards, and he's actually looking really good. He's looking healthy. He's looking explosive, like the old Saquon. He's I not dancing. I know yeah. you're not about to talk about them jets. Just, just, just hold on. Just hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I was on a roll here. But it's okay. It's okay. Saquon, number two in the league in rushing, right behind that man, Nick Chubb. Saquon just looks explosive, man. He looks, he's a one cut, get up field. He's not dancing no more. He's getting up the field and gaining yards. That's what we love. Like you said, a little Barry Sanders, man. Little Barry Sanders. That's Saquon. Daniel Jones isn't playing bad either, like I said before. Right now, uh, 85 QBR, 66% passing rating, completion percentage, I should say. But the defense, again, I'm going to bring it back to that defense. They have no turnovers. They have no turnovers. Turn the football over. You play physical, but you're still piss poor in the run, and you're in the middle of the road in sacks. You're not causing any turnovers. Mm -hmm. Come on. This this O-line looks horrible. At this at the moment, um, except Andrew Thomas, he's the only one that's that's playing well on the O line. Uh, De- uh, Daniel Jones has been sacked fifteen times. That's sixth in the NFL. Sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have no receiving options. Again, that training staff needs to be fired. Bring in a whole new staff. What's For going sure. on? Uh, Saquon is great, but you don't want to run him to the ground. Actually, the only good thing the Panthers are doing this season is is split is not running Christian McCaffrey to the ground. Mm-hmm. He's playing well. He's efficient. Christian McCaffrey, CMC is efficient this year, that, and that type of player he'll dominate being efficient. Facts. And so you don't want to run CMC, uh, Saquon to the ground. 
uh, because you don't want him to get hurt again. But continue to win, man. Continue to win. Yankees are up. You see, you got the Yankees. They got the dub tonight. The Giants is up right now. The Jets, three and two. Oh my God. The hey, I don't watch hockey. New York, but New York. The New York Rangers is number eight in preseason rankings. And the Knicks. Don't know what's gonna come with the Knicks, but New York, New York sports is up right now, man. New York if sports this is, is up. up. If this is up, <laughs> I'm glad I ain't a New York fan. <laughs> you crazy? You might be born there, but hey, hey, you not gonna be saying that four weeks from now because you play the Jets twice in the next four weeks. So Makes, just I'm know that they excited. might take one of those games. Push posh. Anywho, get into New York. Go ahead, <laughs> dissect New York. God. Oh man. Oh man. Watch. You're gonna you're gonna be hurt. The Jets. We're gonna, to, we're gonna have to bring this tape back, man. Yo, the Jets against the Dolphins. I'm gonna hit the Knicks. Never. Not even with Ewing. I wanna hear that. We know what's going on in NHL, but. The Big Apple was far from back or, or relevant. Yes. And the Nets, let's hope they stay together. <laughs> they, ain't even, they ain't even New York. That's New Jersey, ain't it? No, they in Brooklyn. Now they in Brooklyn now. Oh, they in see, Brooklyn. Look, see, and since they went to Brooklyn, you see the turmoil? It, it should just stay to New Jersey. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. What's up? What's up? So New we're going to talk about them Cowboys, America's gonna, team. Put the, put the quotes. We got to put yeah. the quotes, man. America's team. America's team, they're doing their thing, though. We we have to acknowledge they are doing their thing. Um, they are a part of the reason why that NFC is not maybe, that NFC East maybe not be the least anymore. Um, the Cowboys have the Eagles this week. It's a huge matchup. Undefeated team against a team with one loss. Cooper Rush undefeated this year as a starter and at, on his career as a starter with the Cowboys. What's up? What's up with the Cowboys? Is it is it Dak's time? Is it Cooper's time? What's going on? Is the formula is the formula right? What's up? Yeah, I'm happy to start this one. Okay, okay. Um, for me, Cooper Rush is 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 capable. I like to use that word. He's he's capable. But when it comes to uh, the weapons that the Cowboys have, when it comes to the division um, being strong this year, you're going to need more than a capable quarterback. And to me, Dak Prescott has proven that he's more than a capable quarterback when healthy. I believe Dak Prescott um, was used properly when they ran the ball more, which was dating back mostly to his rookie year. And this 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 year, I see them you know, doing that more so because Cooper Rush was there. I believe last year they were pass happy for great reason. You had a lot of weapons. Mark Cooper, Gallup, CV. Now you don't have as many weapons. Um, Gallup had a beautiful catch on the sideline. He's showing that he still got it. Um, CD, CD. Um, but Tony Pollard is what we is what Zeke was when when Dak and the boys was getting started. And um, mm-hmm. yes, Zeke is is paid the big bucks, and he may be paid the big bucks again. We'll see. But I believe they need to get the ball to Parson. I mean to um, Tony Zeke? Pollard. What's up? Ezekiel Elliott is going to get another big payday? Yeah, it may not be from the Cowboys, but I believe a team out there will do it. Um, maybe 49ers. Uh, Hopefully the, Atlanta. The Bills. Shit, Atlanta, man. you better not pay that, man. <laughs> Atlanta, you better not pay that, man. Yo, but, but um, I mean, Dak, I'm, I'm, Dak is better than Cooper, right? We, we, we all, I believe all of us would say that. But we would probably say Tony was better than Dak at the t- point in time when Dak took over. Um, and Jerry Jones loved Tony. He likes Dak. 
And with that being said, I believe Cooper <laughs> Rush has an opportunity to snap that position. There's a difference. There's a big and, difference. And, and when brother loved Tony, and he was able to get rid of Tony, some big things, big things. He loves Parsons the most. Parsons is the Tony. Well, no, not even, because he would never give rid of Parsons. Parsons, the way he speaks about Parsons is so glowing. We're going we're gonna to be talking about this guy very, very soon and how he's changing the game. Diggs back there. They have a lot of weapons, a lot of young stars. Um, but Dak, if the if the team is running the ball, Dak can be a top 10 quarterback. If that team is passing and slinging around, asking him to do more than what's needed, then you're not going to see him be as efficient. You'll see him slip. You'll see him maybe even more... Uh, injury prone because he's he's putting his body on the line. He's he's not willing. To, I mean, he's willing to um you know run for that first down and things of that nature. But if they commit to that run, I believe this team is poised for success. That with the expectations rising, I believe the Cowboys are in trouble though. Um, Cooper Rush is doing what he's able to do solely to me based off of a lack of expectation expectations. Um, I, I spoke on it this year. Coming into this year, we didn't think much of the Cowboys. Um, I had the one in the division. Most most people still don't, you know, they got the Eagles doing their thing in one of the division. I believe only because the expectations have, ro- have risen, the Eagles now, to me, are the favorites in that division. Uh, Cooper Cup sort of is the blessing in disguise, but also a curse because of that level of expectation has risen due to him doing what he's doing. Now, Dak, the pressure's on you when you come back. What's up, cuz? Yeah, uh, Dak has immense pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, on him when he comes back, but you said something that that had me shaking my head or sort of thinking. flabbergasted. See? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, flabbergasted. I would yeah. very. Um, okay. You said Cooper Rush is capable. Yeah, can Cooper Rush start for any other NFL team? Any other? No. Okay, so he's not a starting caliber quarterback. Am I correct? That's not a team. That's not a, a player that you're building your team around. That's not a a player that you would sign to uh, navigate or I should say lead your offense to a possible championship. I'm not looking at playoffs. I'm looking at championships. Oh, yeah, no. Most quarterbacks yeah. aren't. Okay, cool. Um, Cooper Rush is doing his thing right now. I, mm-hmm. I can't I, I can't I can't knock him. Um, mm-hmm. he's doing what he's supposed to do. The offense is running the football somewhat effectively. But the biggest thing is he's not turning the football over. Uh, he's 4-0 as a starter, which is mm-hmm. great. I'm talking about this year. Right. Uh, 66 QBR rating. Uh, he's completing 60% of his passes with, again, zero turnovers. This team is also living and dying by the defense. The defense is playing phenomenal. Right. Phenomenal. I think Dak, when he comes back, and I think Dak is itching to come back, but, you know, as a player, it's different because you because Tom Brady didn't let his backup play. Peyton Manning didn't let his backup play. Drew Brees didn't let his backup play. I'm sure all of these quarterbacks did not. Ben Roethlisberger, I could say Matt Ryan. I could say, um, who else am I thinking? Phillip Rivers. These are all the, these were the great quarterbacks that played during our, our generation, right? Our, our time, at least within the last between 2000 and the 2010s plus. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are guys that didn't allow their backups to play because they didn't want to get outshined and lose their spot. That's how some of these guys got into, into their starting jobs, i.e. Tom Brady, right? One of the best quarterbacks we've seen all time. So 
again, Dak is itching to get back, but as an organization, we're playing well. We're playing okay. Dak, take take a back seat. I know we have a big game this week, but let's see what let's see what we got in Cooper. Let's see if you can win the big games. Because God forbid, hey Dak, when it's your time to get back in, you don't lead us to a playoff game. You don't a, a deep playoff run. I'm not talking about a one round and out. Right. I'm, I'm done. At this point, Dak, you're 29 years old. Zeke, you're 27. Where is this Where is this offense going? This O-line, this dominant O-line that we've had for years is getting older and more injury prone. I have a young, talented defense. I have a championship, a potential championship defense. Mm-hmm. This pass rush is phenomenal. But potential championship defense Dak, I'm tired of one-round losses. Let's make a deep playoff run, or let's get into the a, into a Super Bowl where we paid you to get us to a Super Bowl. But I think Dak will get his spot back. Obviously, Dak is the better quarterback. But I won't be surprised if you know he doesn't do what he's supposed to do, and they put Cooper back in. Like, hey, fuck it, Cooper. Let's see what you can do. I, I don't think it's the right choice, but... I'm tired of 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 us losing games, uh, of us being down, and then in the fourth quarter, uh, Dak is throwing all these bum pat bum passing yards. It's like um, it it doesn't it doesn't it it's not moving. It's not moving. At this point in his career, we're looking to win championships. At this point, I feel that. Um, and I feel like a lot of times we put so much pressure on the. On the players, we don't put enough pressure on the coaching staff in the, in the, in the front well, office. Mike McCarthy needed um, to go. Right, but, but was... before him, because before he came here, there was an issue up top. You're talking about Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones is the CEO alongside the GM. He's yeah. both. And, and, that's, and the assistant coach. Right, and, 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 and that's really the issue for me. Like When you when you go through years of having um, um, top talent at, at positions on both sides of the ball, we, we can point out stars on, on you know throughout the the, the years, Tony Romo, Terrell Owens, Denza, I mean, Des Bryant, Zeke, uh, Murray. There's a lot of talent. Like, Jerry Jones is great at putting the team together, I believe. But then after that, he needs to, to go hands-off. And I even believe when it comes to selecting a coach, he needs to be hands-off. Because his controlling ways come out when he's selecting coaches. He wants a guy he can manipulate in, in ways. And Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy fits that mold of a coach. I believe Dan Quinn as the head coach would would vote well for the for the Cowboys. You're talking about someone who's been there, done that, been to three Super Bowls, two with the Seahawks, one with you guys, did his thing and puts players in position to win. The Cowboys have risen as a defense under him and I believe he he's able to control um the clock. He's able to manage the game unlike Mike McCarthy. That's his weakness. Mike McCarthy's weakness is that. So I believe Putting Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy, um, job on the line and putting more pressure on him is what we need to do. Um, when they were speaking on Sean Payton and things of that nature, I believe coaches like that can maximize talent. Um, and from there, I would say the Zeke, the Dak, the the Tony Romo's, the all the pressure we've put it on put on these players is not warranted. We need to apply more pressure to the to the, the former coach. Um, I think he's assistant for the Giants now. What's what's his name? Uh, Garrett. Um, as, uh, like Jason I said, Mike, Jason Garrett, they go Mike McCarthy. Those guys need to, we need to hear their names more often. Jason um, Garrett's on that coaching staff. I, I believe uh, either last year, or think, this year, the I think Giants he's with the Giants. Correct, correct. Assistant, um, assistant offensive uh, 
mind or, or, or coordinator. Maybe even a quarterback's coach, which is crazy because Dan Jones looks good. But, yeah, the, John, the, the Cowboys, it, it looks like a fiasco. To me, it's Jerry Jones who needs to be held accountable. Ooh, imagine, imagine if they go out first round again. You fire Mike McCarthy and bring in Sean Payton with this offense. Hmm. With, with Dan Quinn on that defense too. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be man. solid. That'd now be nice. we're talking. Yes. Because again, sure. coaching staff matters. Yes. Coaching staff matters. A lot of coach so, yeah, talk today. A lot of coach I'll, talk I'll, today. Hope Dak can do it, man. Mm-hmm. Me, too. Hope, Me too. Hope Dak can do it. Fought for that contract. You know what I'm saying? From there, let's go to another, you know, a great conversation. Parsons, Donald, um, another cowboy with speaking on here. Maybe the greatest cowboy defender to come through when it's all soon done. We'll speak about it right now. What's up? What's up? Uh, You want to talk about Parsons all time or you speak on Parsons now against that guy, Donald? Yeah, I mean, he he compares himself to uh, Aaron Donald. So I guess, you know, you got to aim for the top dogs, right? Because when we talk about Aaron Donald, we're not just talking about Aaron Donald being one of the best players of, in, in the NFL at this time. We talk mm-hmm. about him being a top five defensive player of all time that's playing Absolutely. right now. And he's only 31 years old. Crazy, right? Crazy. Crazy. He has four defensive player of the years. I mean, besides J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. I mean, he has been one of the best defensive players I've ever seen in my life. Thanks. But Parsons, man, this this dude... He's on another level as far as, yo, he is a baller. He was hurt. Mm-hmm. If, if you watch that game, he was hurting. His groin was messed Gone, up, man. and he was still getting to the quarterback, still mm-hmm. wreaking havoc. And you could just tell, like, he plays with so much tenacity, and you could just tell how talented he is as a player. He's getting the Aaron Donald treatment already. He's getting double teamed, and he's still getting through. Uh, he He's the guy that the focal point of an offense right meaning Mm -hmm. like the pinpoint we're pinpointing this guy wherever micah goes we need to figure out how to stop him but he has so much attention on him that he opens up for another guy to come in and and do his thing like Mm -hmm. demarcus lawrence Mm -hmm. right who was once one of the best pass rushers in this league for sure he's currently tied in the league with sacks Mm -hmm. for six right yep um, he was six last year in sacks as a rookie, run the defensive rookie of the year. Um, the Cowboys has a league high of 17 quarterback pressures within three seconds of a snap when using four or fewer pass rushers. So three to four pass rushers, they're leading the league per NFL.com. Wow. And he's the top dog of that group. That's... He has a defensive rookie of the year already. The Cowboys are four and one. I mean, if they win this division, I wouldn't see why he wouldn't get defense player of the year. Or even if he lead, or even if they make the playoffs, right? They uh-huh. get let's say 10 wins. Right? Mm-hmm. The Eagles get at least, you know, 13 to 15 wins. This Cowboys team gets 10 wins. And they get into the playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. And he leads the league in sacks. He's definitely winning defense player of the year. Right. Um, Aaron Donald actually started his career. He he's actually Michael Parsons started his career younger than Aaron Donald, so he had a, he already has a year early head start. He won Defensive Rookie of the Year. 
and he's already in contention of winning his first defensive player of the year in his second year, mm-hmm. right? Um, he's already on track to beat Aaron Donald's sack, sack record. The thing about Aaron Donald is he's an interior defensive lineman, which is like, which is 10 times harder than being an edge, edge rusher, mm-hmm. right? I agree. So, so I, I mean, I'm not saying that he's better than Aaron Donald. I'm not saying because he still has a long way to go. So a lot of things can happen from him being 22 years old all the way up to 31 years old, right? right? Things do come along with being in the NFL, and we just hope that he has a healthy career as long as he stays healthy. I think this guy, we will potentially be talking about this guy as being one of the best defensive players we've ever seen in this generation. I'm yeah. talking passing Ed Reed, passing Ray Lewis passing Troy Palomalu. I'm talking about those defensive players as far as talent. JJ Watt, potentially, right? He's he's on track to do that already. So you go ahead and look at me like that. It's all right, but he's on track to do things like that. Nah, he's on track he has numbers. Numbers don't lie. Yes, but championships tell a whole different story. And we talk about Ray, Aaron Ray Donald Wilson. only has one ring. Right, but he has one. And and, and we Ray could has talk, two. We could talk about a lot of quarterbacks who have one ring but are considered top ten at their position. Michael if you're gonna Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Troy these guys have won multiple championships, have multiple Ed, parts. I think Ed Reed has one. He, he does have one, but what I'm speaking on is a a championship DNA associated with these great players. It's not just just like Tony Gonzalez. I spoke with Tony Gonzalez a couple episodes back, and you said he's a stats guy. He's an all-time great stats guy who didn't win a championship because of yeah. the situation. Now, Michael Parsons. Why do you think we talk about Gronk and Kelsey on being the best, uh, Shannon Sharp as being the best tight ends to ever play? We're not talking about Antonio Gates and Tony Gonzalez as being the best tight ends to ever play this game. But he's, Tony Gonzalez is, top five, is a top five tight end. With or without rings. My point is, in order to speak, have Tony Gonzalez be a Travis Kelsey, Gronk, Shannon Sharp, he has to win at least one ring. And Ed, and Ed Reed has a ring. Troy Palmalu ring. The, these guys that you're naming with Parsons is not just about the numbers. J.J. Watt, just numbers. T.J. Watt, as of now, just numbers. I'm looking for guys that got numbers and the accolades to go along with it. Jalen Ramsey, another guy. Deontay, Darrell Revis. These guys have championship DNA did it in the, on a big stage. I don't want to just see you do it in the regular season. We see Jalen is a great talent, but he didn't do it on a big stage, but it's okay. He, he won, though. His team won. Right. And he and he did do it on a big stage. He, he's been in AFC championships before and, and, and locked up. But Parsons, as far as Parsons being on Donald's level, consistency is what I want to speak on first. And that's, and of, of course, the sample size is, is he small. not being consistent? Is he not... I'm not, is he is he not, I'm not even pushing? I'm not even pushing. All I want to speak on is Aaron Donald's uh, uh, durability and, and the fact that what what Parsons is what Parsons is up against because the sample size is too small to truly compare them. But that's, that's but that's why I said he has a long career. He has a long time before he gets to that 31. He's only 22, so he has a long career ahead of him. Anything can happen. Right, but again. The, to me, the greatness about Aaron Donald isn't just about what he does on the field, but how consistent, consistently he does it. You're talking about someone who's only the least amount of games in the season he's played is 14. Someone 
And 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 Darnold is a, an interior force who's not asked to do versatile things. Michael Parsons, you might see him lining up at linebacker, nose, edge rusher. He might be damn safety. And with that versatility, I feel like you're putting your body in a predicament that that we haven't seen Aaron Donald have to do. Yes, he started more so on the outside and he worked his way inside. But Parsons is going to be asked to do a, a lot more things in space. And I feel like that would affect his numbers as well. Um, Aaron Donald typically has his hand down and he's and he's getting to the pass rusher time and time again, no matter if it's a um, passing down or a rushing down. And or as, as far as down and distance as well, you're not going to see Aaron Donald play coverage as much and that's going to affect his numbers. So it's going to be hard for Aaron Donald. I mean, for Parsons to climb that ladder when it comes to the numbers of Aaron Donald. But I believe that's when the eye test comes into play. It's not about just numbers all the time. Sometimes it's eye test. And when we look back, we're going to see that Parsons is a way more um, versatile defender than even LT, than Aaron Donald, than Deion Sanders. When we talk about these guys, I'll give you this. We'll be able to say he can do things that Ed Reed does. He can do things that Ray Lewis does. He can do things that Aaron Donald does. And because of the eye test, he will be up there with the creme de la creme. Uh, defenders of all time before a different reason. I believe even without championships, he could be viewed that way. But Ray Lewis' effect is for multiple reasons with championships, without championships, skill set, versatility, leadership. Like, I would need to see Parsons be an, a leader that affected the error um, the way Ray, Le Ray Lewis did. Troy Palomaro, a safety with who plays with reckless abandon. Like, I believe Parsons will make his own legacy. It'll be a verse. It'll be known for versatility, being able to guard your tight end, your running back, your receiver, all at once, while also being the dom, the, the the rusher that we all know and love. I think he's going to be a, a all time. If he continues to play the way he's playing now, I think he'll be an all time great pass rusher. Pass rusher, not a versatile guy that's going to line up at, at the at the linebacker position majority of the time. I, I honestly think this team wants him to get just go get, go get the quarterback. That's the only thing we want you to do is to go get the quarterback. They they i.e. TJ Watt, i.e. Joey the Bosa brothers. The, we've never seen like when we were projecting Donald and and JJ Watt, TJ Watt, these these even Miles get we knew that they were a position like they played a specific position. Michael Parsons has proven he can. Play any position. Oh, and he for Dan sure Quinn's can system. play any and position. And in Dan Quinn's system, he might be the damn Cam Chancellor. He's gonna play in the box. He's gonna be able to to shut down a side of the field when it comes to thinking about running to his side. It's not just about his pass rushing or or or, or his um interior finesse or power moves, but his willingness to uh, be a field general on some Fred Warner. There's so many different styles of play that you can associate Michael Parsons with. And almost no other defender I could think about has the versatility that Mark Michael Parsons does. As far as scheme and how they use him, that's up for debate. And, and that will affect his numbers directly because linebackers can't put up the same amount of numbers when it comes to sacks as a interior edge rusher. And, and when it comes to total tackles, an edge rusher or interior forces are going to have the same amount as a linebacker. So either or it's going to be affected and even in his interception rate, like deflections, things of that nature, like I believe, I believe he, he it can go any which way just because this guy's special. He will change the game like LT and like Aaron Donald did too. Now, let, let me put this into perspective. Mm -hmm. What if this team? What if we bring in um, Sean Payton, keep Dan Quinn as the defensive coordinator? They win one. They, he wins one Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He's consistent 
Okay, so he's already see, it's already five. It's already five. We're already five weeks in. He mm. has six sacks. Right. Let's say he gets eighteen. Okay. Let's give him eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, that's pretty much what he's projecting. Yeah. Look, he's actually projecting a little bit more, but to play it safe, we're gonna say eighteen. Right. And then he consistently plays for another ten years. He has mm-hmm. one ring, and he just gets let's say the minimum. 10 sacks per year. That's 121 sacks. Mm-hmm. Not many people has over 100, 100 sacks. Not many right. players has over 100. I think only three in the NFL right now has over 100 sacks. Three players. And you talk about three Hall of Famers. Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, and what? I want to say I want to say JJ. Mm-hmm. JJ Watt. Yeah. And let's just say out of that, he gets... Let's give him at least two defense players of the year. Is he not an is he not a potential Hall of Famer? For sure. For sure. Definitely. Definitely. The only reason I looked at you that way is because there's a lot of guys that put up numbers. But the to, to put the icing on the cake, the Ed Reeds and such, the championships. But if he gets one in this era, I can see it. I can see it happening. We praise quarterbacks who have one. We praise coaches who have one. Coaches get ample opportunity just for having appearances in the Super Bowl. I think we'll praise uh, Parsons in a different way. In this era, it's hard to be a great defender. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But like we said, he's young. He's young. He has a long career ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just the eye test, this man, he's different. He's different. Yeah. He, he, he He's an impact player, a true impact player on the field. Right, right. Shit, I wish I had him in Atlanta. What? <laughs> We're going to leave that for another day. <laughs> Sheesh. If he did leave, oh, my goodness. Can you imagine? Yo, he about to get paid. All right. All right. Now, let's go into this fan love, man. The fan love. We're going to talk about them Denver Broncos. What's up? What's up? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we got our uh, second week fan question. This mm-hmm. goes out to my guy, Snyder. What's up, my boy? Uh, he asked, should the Broncos fire head coach after Thursday night performance? Do you think they have everything but a head coach at this time? I know what they do have. They got a defense. They got a championship defense. I I, I brought up the Cowboys a little bit earlier and said that they potentially have a championship defense. This team, this Broncos team, has a championship defense mm-hmm. with a healthy uh, uh, Gregory uh, because he's top notch. Right. But man, man oh man, your man Patrick Sertan, my boy. Hey, I I was I wasn't mad at you when you brought him up because he's a, he's that guy. You saw what he was giving Devontae a run for his money, but Devontae, you know, Devontae's still that still that guy. So you know he had to get his. But anyway, um, Sertan, you got him leading the group. Because uh, the the safety's the safety's out for the year, um, Bradley Chubb is finally playing well. Yes. defensive end. Sure. Finally, sure. get him going. Uh, hopefully, you get Randy Gregory back. I think he's only out for another three weeks. But the thing with this team is the offense. What is going on? They have no run game. Melvin Gordon leads the league in fumbles. <laughs> Russell Wilson is missing throws, and he's. Now he's dealing with a torn shoulder. So you, you, he has a one-two punch. 
I could, eh, I'll, I'll still take DK and Tyler Lockett over Sutton and Judy, but Judy's Judy was one of the best route runners coming out of his draft class. Sutton, no. it, Sutton is no is no sleeper, mm-hmm. right? I'll take Sutton in Atlanta. He's a good player. But you got a one-two punch in your receivers, but he's missing throws. He's running like a deer in the headlights in, in the pocket because his old line looks horrible. It's really the offense. And I I don't know why, but I had a deep feeling that this team wasn't going to be that good with Russ. I, I, I still felt, and I said this at the beginning of the year when we did our division breakdowns, I said that they were going to be last in this division. So... I still think they're going to be last in this division, but I did say that next year they're going to be a force to be reckoned. I think they're going to be a really good football team the following year with Russ. I think from the circumstances, as an organization, you're looking at this, you're like, he's a first year. It's only his first year as a head coach. It's your first year with Russell Wilson. Um, you look at the negatives and you're like, you're supposed to win that Seahawks game. You're supposed to win that Raiders game. You're in a very tough division. Uh, the defense, you, your, your top guys are hurt, so you're battling injuries there. Mm-hmm. Um, your your Javante Williams, you lost Javante Williams for the year. Uh, this is Russ's first year, and now he's battling an injury. I don't think you, you did give up future capital as far yes. as your draft picks, mm-hmm. so you missed that. I don't think he's going to get fired this year. But he's a he's like Josh McDaniels. They're on a very short lease. This is a win now league. So you give up all of that, but you can see that there are some issues as far as injuries, big thing. Um, so I think they give him another year to get it together. You're like, all right, we cut you some slack this year, try to win as many games as you can. There's a tough division. We understand what's going on, but next year you gotta get you gotta get it together. We need to see some improvement from this team because I gave up my future for Russ Wilson. And we paid him. Right. And we gave him more money. Right. So I don't think he's on the hot seat this this year. But next year, if this continues to happen, yeah, I think I think Buddy's out of there. Can feel that. Can feel that. Um I believe sometimes certain players set trends in the league. And I believe even dating back to Peyton Manning or or even Brett Favre's success post-Green Bay, we believe that a quarterback can leave or a star can leave a team and, and join another team and have success. Similar success or, or Super Bowl. Brady. Yeah, they, 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 I didn't want to bring him up, but I'm glad you did. There, <laughs> there's only a certain few, a certain percentage of these guys who can, you know, run a table or... or, or or have potential to to be poor. I mean, we can even go back to Joe Montana, who did it with the Chiefs. Now, we this it reminds me of basketball too. Like, not even in basketball, a, a sport where there's it doesn't take as much to gel in order to to make it. They don't win the first the first year they come together. And again, you, you highlighted a, a quarterback in a new system with a, with a new first time head coach, and that Daniel Hackett. Should he be fired? Should he not? If he's going to be fired, Josh McDaniels need to be up out of there too because he's had his opportunity. And you can argue he has a better situation. And if we're going to argue Nathaniel, we're going to have to argue Josh. I think Nathaniel has time. I think we should give them time. I believe that line is trash, similar to the Seahawks. So to see Russell Wilson running around like a deer in hell, like you highlighted, I mean, we've seen this before. 
but we have also seen Russ cook while doing so. And you highlighted the, the similar weapons that he's that he has here in um, Denver as opposed to Seattle. Comparing the two is very similar, um, and the defense is better. You would think that it would translate into more, but let's let's put it into context. You know they are looking better than the Raiders right now. They did lose to the Raiders, yes, and they lost to the Colts, a team that is on the brink as well. But we're not gonna sit here and allow Nathaniel to be picked on. When we're not picking on the other guys nearly as much. Now there was something I did not like that for me is a, is an issue, and this is from the Denver Broncos um, press pass with uh, with Coach Hackett. He said, "I second guess everything I call because I want it to be as good. I want it to be good, as good as it can be for the players and the team. If you're mm -hmm. second guessing everything that you call, <laughs> we need to pause. When I when I heard that, I paused it immediately. I said, "Yo, are you like the Patriot way would never." The Patriots yeah. coaches would never. I, I couldn't allow it as a fan. I would have to do something about it. Coach Hackett, you said you are second-guessing most, if not all, your play selections. That is an issue. It's a telltale sign as to what the issue is. And then my guy, again, I, I like to, you know, I like this guy right here. Mike uh, Falero from NFC, from NFL's NBC, he highlighted the fact that it seems as though Hackett isn't even calling the plays. As if it's mm. coming from from a guy um, not on the sideline, maybe maybe a GM, maybe maybe a Elway. I'm not sure. Now, you you seen Dem uh, Russ was under center. Denver, my fault. The Colts called a timeout. Then Russ is under center again. Denver calls a timeout. They come back from the timeout. He's in shotgun. I believe Russ is trying to prove something. I believe Denver is trying to you know create a style of play that they that they see are trying to mimic it in within the division. They're trying to mimic two of the three teams in the division. We see the Chargers and the Chiefs in shotgun a lot of times. They need to adopt the Raiders mentality. Hand that ball off. I understand Melvin Gordon is a fumble machine, but we're gonna have to they don't rely have a Josh on Josh Jacobs. They don't have a Josh Jacobs, but they have a better defense than what Josh Jacobs does. And I believe if you're able to control the clock and lean on your defense in a different way um and create create um uh, easier for throws for Russ and not shorten the field so much. I do see him ro rolling out a lot. And, and for me, I like a mobile quarterback rolling out, but at the same time, you're, you're also not able to, he can make every throw. It's not like he has an incapable arm. He can make every throw. He's not making a, the deep throw like he used to, which is what he used to hang his hat on. But you can uh, do a lot better with without um, rolling out play action is still the key but rolling out to me cuts off half the field when you have weapons to get the, you know you can get the ball at your hands pretty quick and 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 do more when you're not rolling out in my estimation it just takes more time for that line who already is having struggles um but hack it nah we're not gonna we're gonna pump the brakes a little bit on, on, on his job yeah so we're gonna give him we both uh Agree that we're going to give him at least the benefit of the doubt. For sure, we believe that he at least has one more year with this team, mm -hmm. and uh, and and is not currently on the hot seat. But next year, he will be on the hot seat if Definitely. this continues. Definitely. All right. Definitely. All right. So let's wrap this up, man, with some week six bold mm -hmm. predictions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What you got? Um, he might not call it so bold, but the way we were speaking on Matty Ice a couple of weeks ago, it's going to seem pretty bold. I believe they're second in their division and the Colts will make a statement. They will give the Jags their third straight, the Jags with your boy Dougie P, the third straight loss of the year. 
the Jags will go down to them Colts. The Colts are showing me something. They're two, two, and one sitting in that two seed. The twos are here. The twos are here. Titans, they're knocking on your door. They're knocking on your door. <laughs> oh, man. You brought up my boy Matt Ryan, man. I, I ain't going to pick on him no more, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let him live. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, so you, you want to hear my, my other one, man? Cause Let's go. You, you might have got a little sick of it, but I ain't sick of it. Never that. The Patriot way is still left well and alive. <laughs> and we, we will make a statement. We will get to 500. We will be 3-3. Three and three, And not only will we win, but we'll... Other, we need other teams at this point, even just early in the season, to lose. And those teams are the Dolphins and the Jets. The Jets are playing the Packers, who are coming off a loss to the other New York team, the New, the real New York team at this point, because the Jets is not them. The Jets will lose to the Packers. The Dolphins will lose to the Vikings. The Vikings are poised Ooh. to put up points against the Dolphins. I'm not sure who's going to be back or not. I, I highly Teddy, doubt it. Teddy, Teddy should play. Right, but he got knocked out, too. We don't know. You know, They might call another. I don't even know what's going on in the NFL, like you said. But. Those two teams will lose. We play the Browns. I'm feeling confident even against that that Nick Chubb guy. Our defense is like that. And I believe in Bill Belichick and that Patriot way. It is well and alive. Here we go. What's up? Mm, Can't I like wait. It. Can't wait. I like it. I like it. What's up with that you? Yeah, man. All right. So, my week six bold predictions. Mm-hmm. I think the Eagles going to dominate the Cowboys, mm. dominate and expose Cooper Rush. Ooh. And they're going to win in a big fashion, 28-7 against the Cowboys. And they're going to show that they're the top dogs of the NFC East. Okay. okay. Uh, my second bold prediction, the highest scoring game of the week will be the Cardinals versus Seahawks. I think the total points is going to be over 55. It's going to be a shootout between those two teams. And then my third bold prediction, you're going to like this one, man, because you brought up your Patriots. But I'm going to have to fight right back to those guys. And I think Nick Chubb continues his dominance. Okay. will continue to be the leading rusher of the NFL, rushed by at least 155 versus a very, very tough. I did I, I did give you the benefit of the doubt because you guys do have a really good defense, really good run defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good, tough, really tough Patriots run defense. Mm-hmm. But I still think he goes for 155 because Nick Chubb is just that guy right now, man. He's doing his thing. Definitely. He definitely, definitely is. Um, I, I, I'm I'm rocking with the bold ones. I'm rocking with the bold ones. The Seahawks, Cardinals, the one that got me excited. I like to see a high scoring game in the middle of the season. Don't want to see it in the postseason. Would love to see that. You know, I, I gotta. I, we gotta talk about this game real quick, man. The Chiefs, Bills. I don't think it's gonna be what we think. Only because the Bills are just smacked the Steelers. You know they. they it's easy to get up for a game, you know, with what happened last year, but this will be a defensive game. Mm. These teams know each other. Pat Mahomes, I feel like he'll be, you know, a little too loose. You know, he could do that sometimes. You've mostly seen it with Tyreek. You've seen him locked in, efficient. I think Josh Allen will look better in this game. I believe the Bills' defense will, will, will show something in this game. I, I believe uh, it'll be a low-scoring game, more so 24-17, and that's low-scoring by the standards of last year. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit different this year. 
Okay, you think the uh, Chiefs defense is going to be able to keep up with the Bills? I think so, man. I, I really think so. Um, we've seen the Bills start off slow a couple of times, only because they can't establish that run. Um, they don't really have a, a corner to keep up with digs like that, and, you know, Gabriel's out there too, but I think they'll do their thing early on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it, man. I like it, man. We had another good one, man. Mm-hmm. Episode 9 in the books. Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. We definitely do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yep. Put your questions. DM us. Yes. Put it on our YouTube channels. And um, until next time, mm-hmm. peace. We out.